all T, no shade. L N J. What type of tea they serving? Is it Lipton? Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Taking mouth to start the clicking. This dope trio delivering substance with subjects that's busting. Um, make you wanna join a discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the bay, ripping eight one tray. Um, it's all T, no shade. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to All Tea No Shade, where we are serving tea without the shade. Like we always do, sippers. So pull up a seat and let's start this sip sesh. We are back. We are back. We had a little week off, a little mm-hmm. refresher, a little break. Okay. And we back in the business with our regs, Mr. Right. Mulatto. Mr. Remy Mulatto. What up, though? How y'all doing? So, how's y'all week been? Man, how has your week been? How about you go first? Okay, well, you know, women are supposed to go first. That's right, always. Um, my week's been good. You know, I've been skating a lot. I just bought a new pair of skates. But you said you couldn't get skates. You said they were like on backwater and all that shit. I know this one company that came out of literally nowhere. I can I can blow it up now because I got my skate. <laughs> it's called Angels Skates. Mm-hmm. I, they 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 ship it from China, so I'm forewarning you. I have no clue about this company. It has very little reviews, Mm. um, but but the reviews are good, and they look like they are generated from actual people. There's so many people skating. It makes me almost want to go get some skates and just go out there and skate. It's so much fun. It is. We got a lot of um, sidewalk. Yeah, Yeah. I can skate. I mean, I'm not... I can't skate. I can't do all the dancing and all that stuff, but... But you can. You will if you get skates. See, I just don't know... I don't know how... Much I would use them, given the fact that I already have a bike mm-hmm. and I already cycle. Yeah. I, I just got back into jogging, so I don't know if I would do it. But that's good though; you, you're so, enjoying it. So when you skate, where do you skate? I skate a lot on trails. Like so, I'm okay. in Tampa. I was going to go to Courtney Campbell because I was passing it, and I've seen a bunch of skaters there before. So we're not. Are we talking about rollerblades? Yeah, I got rollerblades. I just ordered oh. sk- squads though. Oh, okay. So there's roller skates and there's rollerblades. You like the are, you like the, squ- the blades better than the quads? I think it depends on what you're trying to do. I think mm. for me, inlines or blades where it's like the the wheels are aligned, mm-hmm. those are good if you want to go fast and if you want to mm. go distance. So I like, got you. When I'm going on the trail, it's normally to burn calories, mm-hmm. to get some distance, you know, to work out. Uh-huh. And so I definitely prefer that. But when I'm like just wanting to jam, chill, yeah. I like quads better. That's what's up. Um, I'm I'm. I'm on, I'm on the fence. I'm on the well, fence. I'm on the fence. You know you're right. You do have yeah, a lot of things. Like you do run and you do bike. For me, I use it in yeah. place of bike of running because mm-hmm. I hate running, but I like skating. So yeah. they're both cardio. And my feet, I I, uh, I don't want to say I have feet issues, mm. but it takes a while for my feet to, to break something in. Yeah, to get accommodated to it. Mm-hmm. And every time I've ever done roller skate and a roller blade, I always get blisters on my feet. No matter if I have. One pair of socks on, two pair of socks on, trying to, I don't know. So I kind of always stay, kind of stay away from it, but yeah. I enjoy any kind of activity, yeah. you know? How often do you bike? Um, Probably once a week. Yeah. I don't do it too often because I just got into, again, running. I used to run like five miles You used to a run day, all the time. All the time. That. And now... Wow. Two weeks ago, I started running again, and I could barely do half a mile. It was so bad. Do you remember why you stopped running? Injuries. Mm-hmm. Injuries. I had, like, an Achilles injury. And it wasn't like I tore it, but it was just really tender, really sore. Yeah. yeah. And I was afraid that if I kept running, that I was going to tear it. Yeah. So I just that. stopped doing it. Yeah. And then um, 
life happens and the thing you know once you're out of out of the routine yeah it's hard to get back into it and i miss it i have a friend who was like an avid runner and he's mm. like 40 and he blew out his entire knee mm. with running and yeah. so it's That's it's so scary because all his cart <clears throat> cartilage is gone i've always heard that like <clears throat> we're running the the impact of like I guess that stomping or whatever that you're doing. We're on the concrete's hard. Yeah, like use. so you need something more smooth once you get to a certain age. Well, you also need like the, the proper proper running shoes, yeah. right? And a lot of us don't have the proper running shoes. We go out and we just buy Nikes and we're just running. You have no cushion. You have in your soul. So I just bought a pair of new running shoes. But anyway, that's. Neither here nor there, but yeah. How's your week been? My Jay? week has been pretty. Um, I don't know, not too bad, I guess. I haven't really done too much. Um, it is quarantine. Yeah, it's quarantine. But I try to, I try to find stuff to do. Uh, Are you worried about this hurricane that's coming up? Not a chance. Yeah, we li- we live in Florida. I know. I was we like, live I, in Florida. I literally could not care less. It's nah. terrible. Not, not a tropical <laughs> storm. Yeah. I was Floridian. So for who, everyone who listened to Altino Shade. If you don't live in Florida, Floridians, we don't get worried about a, a, a storm that's just a cat three and up. Yeah. If it's below that, we're like, well, whatever. Yeah. yeah if it's not it's a not category three, it's not like, yeah. it's not even going to hit Orlando? No, it's all East Coast. No, nah, it's all East Coast. Yeah. Miami side um, or whatnot. Um, I'm Orlando's inland, so. Yeah. But my week's been good. Like I said, I just, I just got back into running and started jogging, um, which was amazing. It's been, it, it feels good to actually start seeing the progress again like mm-hmm. i finally got be- able to run a mile non-stop nice and so i'm only doing two miles and for the second mile i just i run walk run walk because i'm not back to where i would like to be but running also just leans me out so easily compared to doing any other kind of cardio for sure it's a yeah. lot of and so but other than that my week's been pretty pretty boring to say the least <laughs> remy how's your week been bro uh, it's been straight, you know, just been working every day. Um, I I made an offer on a condo. Oh, congrats. <laughs> well, you told me you might be moving, but you didn't say you were buying, I made though. I an offer. I went ahead and just made an offer because I, I, I kind of like it. Um, yeah. And it's in the same area that I'm living now. And I I like I like it over there. I like it South Tampa's there, so nice. I, she, yeah, she's so up in South Tampa. She used to. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I still live in West Shore. Yeah, so, like, I... Um, yeah, so we're, we're, I'm, I'm seeing how that's how that's going. It's the first time I've uh, ever like bought anything, and it's a, it's a process. Look at you yeah, trying to be an adult. I know. Man, Look at trying. you. <laughs> I've been trying. <laughs> now you gotta figure out that marriage thing, bro. You uh, yeah, be a real adult then. Look, can we let's move on? He likes tap, <laughs> what y'all sipping on before we get started? What y'all sipping on? You know, I got this this beer mosa over here. He really does have a beer mosa. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm triple fisting at this point. I got a beer mosa and then I got a shock top sitting on the side of that and then I got the coffee. Oh, you are triple triple yeah triple cuffing. I'm was well, sipping on just a regular. Mimosa, y'all. I'm trying to be a, a gracious host. I even cooked Elle some breakfast this he morning. Did. It was good no too, stuff. y'all. I ain't no time Remy got here a little bit late. I, I appreciate the the. I called him in the last second, asked early, him to hop on. Early bird I gets the up like 15 minutes early for Yeah, me. you know. I, yeah. <laughs> 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 true, true, true. So, so we got. I got a little here. Bad influence. I got a little beer mimosa too, and I think Elle's over there sipping on just a mimosa, a, a strong mimosa. All right, yeah. All right, guys. I'm ready to win this thing. Do we have a listener shout out? Listener shout out. Actually, we do have a listener shout out. Listener shout out is going to go out to a Facebook friend of mine. Her name is Suzanne. Hit me up in the DM. Hey, Suzanne. And she said, uh, I listened to your show over the weekend, the one about soulmates. She said, they're pretty dope. Yay. 
And I was like, oh, cool. He's like, I'm always looking for good feedback or whatnot. And so I said, hey, lady, you know, yeah, you liked it. Thank you. Would, would like to know what you enjoyed about it. And she said there was a lot to like. The different perspective for one and the flow was great. Personally, the topic was great timing for me. Overall, I like the different parts of the show. My favorite. You ready for this, L? Yeah, I knew it was going to be my favorite because you looked at me. No. Oh, no. My favorite was the name that tune segment. Mm. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Oh, so you was looking over here at a glow. That's what you yes. were looking over yes, here. Yes, that's what I was doing. Oh, okay. I saw that. I saw that coming. So, yeah. So, uh, so uh, but it's a good segment, though. It's, it's a good really segment. So, if you, if you are, if you're not a Facebook friend of mine, that's okay. You don't have to be a Facebook friend to get shouted out on all tea, no shade. There are multiple ways for you to become Shout it out, L. How did they do that? You can join our Instagram. It's called All Tea No Shade Podcast. No spaces, no dashes, no nothing. Just All Tea No Shade Podcast. You can also join us on Facebook two ways. We have a page called All Tea No Shade, and we have a group called All Tea No Shade Podcast and Friends. You can always hit us up on our email at All Tea No Shade Podcast at gmail.com. And you can always hit us up individually at our individual Instagrams. Mine's is Caramel L C A R A M E L E L L E. What's yours, Mr. J Noetic? J underscore Noetic on Instagram and on Facebook is the J Noetic. And now on TikTok, it is the J Noetic. Okay. Um, and what about you, Rams? Millennial Mulatto on Instagram. All right, Millennial Mulatto. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into the Who Am I? Who am I? Y'all wasn't ready for that little vocal. Y'all saw that. <laughs> that, was like, that was all right. That's not too bad. Come on. Give me my give me my praise. All right. Let me go over the rules really quick. So these two gentlemen are going to be guessing. the they're, they're competing against each other. I'm going to be giving clues about something that is currently happening in pop culture. And they have to guess it. The only rule is they have to wait for my first clue before they can start the guessing. Okay, okay. All right, so this very popular designer brand, Fendi, broke their number one rule, which was that they weren't going to let an artist have complete control over, like, their own product or campaign. Mm -hmm. But they gave way to these two young girls who are killing the game and taking names. I will take either one of them. Chloe and Halle. No. Well, yes. well, there you go, sir. Wow. wow. Oh, I was like, for sure, this was gonna stump you guys. Who? How the hell did you pull that out? He, so he I, knew I it. Just, I just so happened to go to the Jay Z and Beyonce concert a while back, uh, and they opened for him. So I've known about them. Who, who is it though? The two black, young oh, black yeah, girls, yeah, right? Yeah, one, yes. of the, one of the girls is gonna play uh, the Little Mermaid. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yes. So she came through the yeah, Jay Z's, the Parkwood. Is it Jay Z or Beyonce? I think it's Beyonce. It's I think it's Beyonce. Yep. All right, guys. So we got we got Mr. Mulatto on the board right now. Yeah, he he got that pretty quick. Hey. God, I mean, I didn't give a chance to think about it. Hey, boy out here knowing stuff. Okay. All right. <laughs> second clue: This billionaire just donated millions to several HBCUs. Reportedly, it gifted up to one point seven billion dollars to charities. Don't give me so many people. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. Amazon, right? No. I mean, y'all gotta give me a name, though. I said Jeff. Oh, it's a woman. Jeff Bezos. 
It's his wife? Yeah, it's ex wife. It's his ex wife. His ex wife. Oh, oh, Catherine. Y'all need to put some, some uh, respect Karen. on her name. Karen. She's definitely not a Karen. <laughs> Donating yeah, no, $1.7 billion. I, I, can't, I, don't know I don't know her name. Know. Uh, Suzanne, her Stephanie. Her name is Mackenzie Scott oh, or Mackenzie yeah, Bezos. And it is a name worth knowing because Sis just got the money in 2019. And she has indicated... Um, not only through word, but through action. She said, I don't need this money. And my goal is not to leave with this money in the bank. My goal is to exhaust it by giving it to people who are in need. Mm. And $1.7 billion later, after only having the funds independently for mm. a year, she's, you know, holding true to her word. Shout out to her. Shout out to her Shout for out real. To her. It was over $100 million to HBCUs, yeah. by the way. So it wasn't like, you know, she's claiming she gave money to HBCUs and it was really like $5 million out of that $1.7. I think she gave $100 million to either overall to 10 HBCUs or $100 million to each. I'm not sure. Wow. I thought it was CBS. Show time how little I know. Because I did not think it was her i thought it was uh him no but that's what's up because so many people talk about like uh trying to uh help the educational system but sometimes you gotta put your money where, you, where your mouth is Absolutely. and that's the best way and she she's showing that and i i appreciate it. so was it a certain school i missed that part did you tell me what school it was or it didn't she, say over 10 10 over 10 schools mm -hmm. wow which is nice because a lot of people complain first of all have you guys seen this and i understand it but i don't understand it and maybe because i haven't been to an hbcu so i can kind of understand but like most donations seem to always go to either howard mm -hmm. or they go or to hampton spelman. oh yeah howard or spelman or spelman um and so when the it was first reported, it was reported that the donation was to Howard and so many people were so annoyed yeah. <laughs> by it. And I was like, that's crazy. How are you annoyed by like, a, like, you know, somebody donating money to an HBCU, but you know, for them, Howard always gets the All donation, money. right? Yeah. Um, and so there are HBCUs that are really, really struggling that never get any love. But I also say that to say Howard people are like vegans. They're like CrossFitters. Yeah. Like if you've gone to Howard and you come out, you tell every single human being you in the world Howard. that you're a Howard alum. Yeah. Like it, yeah. they make the culture so invasive that, you know, their people really do speak for them. You know, they, they did not get ranked as the number one uh, HBCU uh, last year. It was actually Virginia Union hey, go that Virginia. got it in, in Virginia. So that's what's up. They should they should be ranked number one with all the money they get. They for sure get the most money. Morehouse, mm. Howard, and Spellman. But Howard for sure. Howard is like uh, the the black college that was on the Cosby show. Yes. What was it? I don't know. It was actually, I think it was Spellman. It was based on Spellman. Was it based on Spellman? It was called Hillman. Hillman. Oh. Uh, I think so. That, Look I'm at not, you I'm with these TV. TV. <laughs> I told you I'd be doing one. We need to do an episode of that. We need to do old Called it Blurred. We need to do old school um, TV shows. Mm. Did y'all guys hear? Yeah. Hear yeah. what? Did you guys hear that um, the Netflix just like took, has, has contracted for like 10 of our favorite black 
shows. Sister, sister. Sister, sister. The Parkers, um, Moesha. Parker, Moesha. The Game. That. The Game, that's right. Um, Girlfriends. Girlfriend. Netflix I, I did. Freaking yeah. Love. yeah, they've got. Oh, going to be on Netflix now. Yes, they've literally just like got over 10, or 10, I think. That'd be good. Um, of just blackity black sitcoms and shows. They need to have. Which, but I don't know why they haven't. They didn't have it until 2020. It's like a black cinema straight section. playlist section. I love it. You know? I love it. Every time I go there, and everybody obviously obviously was complaining because they didn't have Martin. But you guys have it's to hard realize to get Martin, that Martin's already syndicated. I think through BET, so mm. they can't. All right, guys, moving on. Who won that one? Neither one of us. Neither did. one of us. So I guess this would be the tiebreaker. I mean, I got to get this to win. I mean, I have to tie it. Yeah, I didn't get that <clears throat> Okay, guys. <clears throat> you guys got to be fast on this. Mm. this. Must be easy. This has been hot in the news. I've been watching the news this week, I see. Uh, you have definitely seen this. I've heard this one. All right. So, this R&B crooner mm. also... She's in a bunch of like hip hop shows. Was recently seen choked out on a TV show, reality TV show. Choked Whoa. out on a t- or reality. Attempt, attempted <clears throat> choked out. Tahiri. Damn, <laughs> really you, on it. He is on it. Why are you on it? I don't even know who Tahiri is. Who is that? Tahiri. She used to date Joe Buttons for a long time. She's a mm. singer, R and B singer. Yeah, I know all about Tahiri. And she does like a lot of those like hip hop, love and hip hop kind of stuff. I think she dated Ray J too. Wow. So she dated Ray J, and then I think from Ray J she went to Joe Buttons, and then her and Joe Buttons always had like domestic violence issues. It's kind of where Joe Buttons kind of got his reputation of being a woman beater, allegedly. I was about to say he's not really a woman beater though. Allegedly he oh, okay. is. Allegedly he puts the paws on. Um, not just her, but yeah, his, his accusations. Sin Santana too. Oh, um, sin, sin accused him too. I didn't mm, know that. Sin accused him too. But um, she recently is on marriage boot camp. Mm. And who's she married to now though? She's mm. dating this guy. His name is Vado Blames. I don't think we should say his name. Fuck him. <laughs> It's all about her. All right. um, but they were having, they were clearly in a circle, like a counseling circle, and there was some issue that needs to be resolved, and she was talking about it, and she was, like, upset, and he turned around and just literally went and grabbed her throat. What a dumb. Just choking her what, out. Like, what a, like. Mm. Yes. And so that he posted recently, like, I should have never touched her, but you have to realize that, like, women need to also keep their hands to themselves. And so he posts... Uh, the altercation that happened apparently right before that. And by right before that, I mean they have changed, they've transitioned to a new place, a new part of the house. So there was enough time and distance for him to cool down. So I don't use wow. it. I don't use it as an excuse. But there was a uh, altercation that happened right before, where they were screaming at each other, and she grabbed an apple and threw it at his face. And I don't know. That's kind of aggressive, though. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know if she hit him or not. I know she definitely hit him. I don't know if she hit her fi- his face or his chest, um, which is obviously completely and totally wrong. Listen, ladies, keep your hands to yourself. Yeah, it's the, just that simple. The reality is some. The re- reality is something like that is if you're with somebody who feels like they can turn up on you like that. Mm. I mean, there's no, you. You can't respond 
in the same way because yeah. you're going to look just as bad as they are. Yeah. You got to walk away from You'll look worse if you're a guy because you just know by default it's you're just going like, to. There's no way there's no way it's going to look good. Even if you're getting your ass yeah. beat and you turn around, you hit her one time and she's knocked out, you're going to be the problem. Yeah. The power that's, that's dif- differential yeah. is just crazy. So, so as soon as things get physical, it's like, all right, look, this is not where this relationship is going to go. If that's the kind of person that you are, you need to understand that that's the end of this. Right. You know that's not going to so work that's out. That's the last time that's going to happen. If it happens again, that's it. Mm hmm. But yeah, he literally, I, he, it, the worst part was he was so cool. Like she's talking and they're sitting next to each other the way me and you, Remy, are sitting next to each other, so mm-hmm. shoulder to shoulder. And their other couples are dotted around them. Right. Like, because, you know, it's like a whole counseling session. And she's explaining why she threw the apple. And he's like, just looking at her. And he just like calmly gets up and then just starts trying to choke her. Wow. It's crazy. But so there's a lot of controversy because, you know, we've been hearing a lot from black women that black women don't feel protected. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so the argument was like this room was full of black men, black men and their women. No one did anything. And there was only one guy who I think was actually the counselor who actually got up. He was the mm. black man, thank God. Mm. He got up and, you know, separated him. But literally the rest of them all just sat, sat there. there and watched. Do you guys think if you were in that situation that you would feel the necessity to um, intercede in that kind of scenario? In that kind of setting, absolutely. Because for one, you should already know that this guy does not have a weapon to fight you back or to shoot you or to stab you. So in that kind of setting, absolutely. You need to come. I'm the kind of person that I typically will stop a lot of things. Yeah. today's culture though people are crazy as fuck yeah and you don't know if you try to intervene out in the public setting let's say we're walking down in a shopping mall mm-hmm. and you see this dude doing this to a woman and you intervene you don't know what he gonna do to you crazy yeah. things happen. crazy but in that kind of setting absolutely i am definitely going to step up and do something can we talk about that for like just two seconds like what do you do in today's culture when you, I feel like it's almost an unreasonable standard sometimes that we have on men particularly to like intervene. But then again, I mean, back in the day, being a man was an honored position. So you had, you know, with power comes great responsibility, you know, yeah. like some yeah. Superman shit. But like, I don't know how much is required of you to intervene in other people's things because like yes people are batshit crazy you know people have guns people have you know knives people are just are on basalt yeah yeah i i think that um if it's family you most most almost certainly have to step up okay and do something so it's someone you know i feel for sure but what about strangers do you guys feel the need to like i think is it i would try to have done this before to dissolve the situation the situation yeah. not necessarily get in between them right but hey yo bruh listen you, you don't want to do this this, this yes. kind of stop you know like what's going on you know what i mean now cause if you approach somebody in an aggressive style yeah then they're gonna they're probably gonna they're gonna they're already aggressive they're already so aggressive they're gonna give you that same up. energy you mm-hmm. know so Agreed. but i do you know a lot of women do a lot of black women don't feel Protected by by black men, do which you, is unfortunate. Do you guys but. think that's a false narrative? Absolutely. Or do you think it's real? I think it's a false narrative. I also think... I think it's so funny because it's always men who are telling women that it's a false narrative. But I think yeah, it's... I but I think it's... Anymore. I think it's... Does it exist? Absolutely. But to say that black men don't protect black women is definitely mm-hmm. false because there's so many black men that do protect black women. It's the same narrative it's, that say that black men always date white women and shit on black women. 
it's not true. I know so it's, many. We know so many black men that support black women, love black women. I love black women. Yeah, it's but that anecdotal. ignores the whole fact that when we when people say stuff like that, they're talking about majority. They're talking about the culture. They're talking about yeah. the pervasive, right? Of course, and of so, course. Like I, I, but I don't think it's a majority though. I Overall, is, I think it's very. I, I think it doesn't affect men. It's different service. for you guys because you are not the ones who are recip or the receivers of that, so you guys can look at it. But it's like it's like when a black men, especially, say that black women, um, that it's a false narrative. To me, it's like the same thing as a white person telling a black person that racism and discrimination is a false narrative because they don't experience it because they're part of the privileged area. They don't experience. They don't get to. They don't see it because they're not looking for it. You know what it is? I, I think a p part of it is um, there's no question that black women are protective of black men. Like nobody would Literally ever think no question. That, that that's not a thing. But the idea of black men not being protective of black women, that's arguable. So because it's arguable, you kind of have to listen to the people who feel like they've been victimized in certain situations. And by definition, if it, if it is arguable, then there shouldn't be like... Like the fact that there's not, it's not arguable if black women support black men, right? Because it's yeah. just so well documented, Everybody knows that. right? It's so crazy. It's so, it's, we make sure it happens. The fact that you can even argue that one way or the other tells you there's a lot. But who, but who is dictating that? Who, is, who has started the story that black men don't protect black women? Where's the evidence just saying that? What do you mean do? the evidence? Like I, how many times do it all the time? people like, I've personally been at a bus stop and seen somebody get punched yeah. and get snuffed or get spit on. And it'll be a guy. It'll be guys. And it'll be a whole squadron of them. Yeah. But also see white women get beat on and white men not doing I anything. I do. I do. I've seen videos where like. And I'm not comparing the two. I'm comparing like the the response right if 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 one is doing two is doing the most and the other's not doing enough then there needs to be some I just balance. don't think it's the most and I, I'm very protective of, of black men and black men character, character characteristics because I think black men get shitted on so much in today's culture point blank I so, feel like black men get the shit short end of the stick so that's that's why you know to throw Jason Bell I would all, all, all the way say like a man like Jay would definitely be protective and men like Jay and the kind of kind of people yeah but Jay you even around. know yourself that you are a unicorn yeah you know that's, that you don't think the way the that normal black so, men think so, so keep, like so I'll say uh, but i'm not my jay you for sure like nobody nobody has any question about you the question is what about the rest of us like are, are okay because i know some shady ass <laughs> niggas we all know shady people and i'm not and i'm not and saying but i'm not I'm saying it doesn't exist i'm not saying that Yo, there are we, black men out there meg the stallion getting shot in the foot because that's what it's well, apparently she was beating his ass, though. Apparently she was beating his ass. So that's self-defense. He was, she was beating his ass. She is six foot. He's five foot four. Getting his ass, but what should he do? She's five ten. He's five three. Okay. Or five four. Getting his ass beat. Getting his ass beat, which is he was. I saw the mugshot. He didn't have any visible marks on him. So no matter how badly he was getting his ass beat, it wasn't that bad. Not yeah. enough to warrant to like literally try to kill someone. So, so hold on. So you, what you just said is regardless of someone's size, that he should just sit there and take the beat. So if it was flipped and it was a woman, 
that's five foot four and the guy's five ten. He's beating her ass yeah, and she she's, shoots him in the foot. Is that okay? She's she's completely allowed to pop. Why? Because my Wait. Thing, I think it's different though. Why? Well, it's, it's different it's because, because it is culture in of, terms of like mask. But she's of, bigger than him. Just because she's bigger than him doesn't mean and she's stronger. stronger than him. No, it does not mean the same thing. It does not. I think Meg Thee Stallion is stronger, stronger than him. He, she, she outweighways him just completely. Just because you outweigh does not mean anything. I, I I'm not saying it always does. I agree. It does not always mean anything. But in that situation, he, he, he's not a big dude. In he's that like, situation, what, uh, you think it was like, first no, of all he's five three, isn't he? First of all, it's just uh, rumors, right, that he did that. But right now, we're, we don't know. We don't know. We're, 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 we're operating sure. all on rumors on both but, sides. Yes. So you think it's like you're getting beat on? You know what I think happened? This is what I think actually happened. I think. I think. Potentially, Meg Meg might have got the best of him in some way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. and then he was like, "All right, if I if I try to hurt her, if I physically try to defend myself, I'm gonna look like a fucking clown. I can't win here." So, but you know she what? got me, shot outside oh, of the car, though. So let me let me. Well, she was outside the car. Yes. Mm. Let me let me use this that that I have on me, which you probably shouldn't have had on him in the first place. Uh, to, to warn her that I'm not playing. So he, he I think he was trying to shoot a warning shot. And he, he shot her me. twice. Well, that I heard she got shot in both feet. I don't even understand that. Yeah, like, she how, got mm. shot twice. How'd she get shot in both feet? I think he had a bullshit. He <laughs> must have a 22. I got questions. He, he had to have like a crappy gun. She said that she came out on an Instagram report and said that it pa- bypassed all her like ligaments and, t- and whatever stuff is down there. But she got shot on both feet. But they show you in the report that he shot her while she was outside of the car. Mm. He could have drove away. Yeah. So and, what's in the that, and, and, and that in that case, he he definitely is in the Outside wrong. The I mean, give me don't get me wrong. Like unless it's life threatening, if it's life threatening, then don't pull out don't pull out a gun. It's the you weirdest, know? craziest, goofiest story of twenty twenty. Isn't it insane? Yeah, let's get back so, on track. It's though. so ridiculous. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna go ahead and give that to Remy. Unless you want to do one more. No, Remy wins. Remy, Remy, whip my ass. I'm gonna let him have it. All right, I'm gonna let him guys. Have it. I think he won last week. Not last week. Week four last too. Yes, he did. He's he's on a comeback right now. Yeah, That's what happened. I'm distracted trying to be multitasker over here. I'm a mixer. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's... I'm trying to win 2020. That's all I Oh, well, tell us how you feel, sir. <laughs> the rest of 2020. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and get into our sip of the day. Do you know what time it is? Time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah, get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah, time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah, get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 y'all. All right, guys. Today we are talking about. 2020 and quarantine life. How y'all faring? How y'all doing? Okay, mm. so have you guys been social distancing? Have you guys been in this quarantine life? Oh, yeah, y'all started off, Remy. Started off. I think Remy pretty much said he ain't doing shit. I'm like, what's the most social you've been like in this whole time, Remy? Um, I've been to I've been to a couple parties, a couple little parties. Um, Why you said it with so much shame? <laughs> because you're not, I'm you're not like, supposed to be. So there was a uh, there a was a little party. There was a birthday party recently. Um, it was a uh, this kid I've known since he was like five years old. He turned twelve, and his family invited you know 
me over to uh, to celebrate him turning 12, and they had a slide in the background in the in the backyard and a dunk tank and stuff like that. So that's like the most of a of a thing that I've been to or whatever. Mm-hmm. And everybody had masks, you know what I'm saying? And most of it was outside anyway. So for the most for the most part, it was straight. Um, outside of stuff like that, you know, which which comes like maybe if if I do that like once every two months over the last quarantine or whatever. Um, Everywhere I go, you know, if I'm indoors, I'm yeah. I keep a mask, keep that thing on me, and uh, <laughs> to keep that thing on yeah, me. Yeah, you know, you gotta keep it on you. <laughs> Ain't it crazy when you go somewhere? Like, have y'all been anywhere lately where you forgot your mask? Oh my god, it's like, the worst. Oh, I can't. I, I can't, can't even. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go back home. <laughs> yeah, I keep one in my car, one in my house, just yeah, put it back me up. Too, yeah. Um, social distancing. I will say that I am definitely social distancing to I'm not going out and about right like I'm not going to bars I'm not I try to avoid restaurants unless I'm going on on a date for example I went on a date last um this this past week how did it go date was good it was went, she cute she had a booty mm. she had some booty she had some booty she was, it was she got cute lips I don't know. you hesitated too long. I don't know if I was looking at her lips <laughs> like that but what I mean yeah. really what else? What, 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 what were you looking, oh, he was looking at? at something else, dude. No, I was I looking see. at something else. But no, it was a good what conversation. Was, what was and we're good. At? What was her? Uh, I was just vibing, just trying to get, get to get to know her. Trying to try not to be so blinded by the physical lately. But no, nah, it was good. But it was cool. We'll see. Um, so, but you know, when you go to those restaurants, they make you wear a mask to come in. But once you're in, they're not. They can. You, they let you take off the mask. Yeah, so. Yeah. So other than that, I haven't really done too much. I hang with my, you know, some of my closest friends. Um, I went to, the, I go to the beach. That's probably the most that I have been doing is the beach events. And you know, it's unfortunate because cameras and TVs that come by with the helicopters, and you see all these people on the beach, and from the outside looking in, it looks like they're no one's practicing social distancing. But when you're actually on the beach, no one's within six feet of one another. Yeah. Right, so everyone's spread out, yeah. and so I like normally on the beach. Anyways, you give the other parties wide berth. Yeah, you know? what's what's funny about like quarantine and all the stuff that's going on? You, I think I think when it first everything first popped off, the idea was like everybody was supposed to be at home, and then yeah, kind of just saw the people were at the beach. But if there's any way to go in this time and more or less still at least be outside enjoying life and feeling safe the beach is it like, yeah i mean you may not necessarily want to go in the water i don't know what the protocol is with that but you can at least chill out on the sand you know what i'm saying get you a, a drink and an umbrella and just enjoy your life yeah I, you know we go out there i got my i got me a little uh, beach cabana i have my chair i got my speaker i got a little table so i go out there and chill for a few hours getting okay. water and relax and that that keeps me sane because yeah. there's no way Say what? I, said, I swear, Jay live on the beach. Man. Jay, you always do have. You don't, you don't see this brown, this brown tan I got going on you right now. I got that nine year Tampa tan going on. Right now, you saw my ass. It'd be light skin. That is <laughs> super light skin. That farmer tan. He full blown brown skin right now. That's y'all. right. That's right. So, but I don't have anything else to do other than that. I play tennis with my with my homie uh, one day a week. I go to the gym early in the morning. So. Uh, but my gym just sent an email out last week saying now that you have to wear your mask the entire time you're in there, even when lifting weights or doing cardio. And I did it the other day for the first time. It's hard to wear your mask the entire time just lifting weights. Yeah. So I'm not going to do cardio there. So I guess you could say that I am not social distancing, but I'm doing the best I can 
in order to continue to remain sane and happy and at peace with my life because I'm not one of those people that can just sit in the house all day and all night yeah. and be perfectly okay. Yeah. What about yourself? I'm one of those people who can, I'm a total homebody at times, like an extreme homebody at times. Sometimes, sometimes I'm the opposite. So, but I can do both. And so even as somebody who is an extreme homebody, even I am like dying. I was talking to my best friend who was even more of an extreme homebody than me. She's like a full homebody. And she had like a breaking moment. She was like, I have to go out. Like I have to leave. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I just have to go. And so for me, skating has been kind of my thing. Like I go to different trails, I go to different parks, and even though I'm doing it solo dolo, yeah, uh, it gives me a chance to be outside, commune with nature, talk to God, just be out of my own space. Yeah, and it definitely resets me. But I'm definitely feeling the the drain, like yeah. the drain of like. Just, you know, you're, it definitely, I think quarantine has been great mm-hmm. because don't you think it's putting a lot more in perspective about your relationships? Like even your friendships, your romantic relationships, your business, your work. Like, yeah. I think a lot of that has by default, because it's so stressful, has come into, into the forefront and like made you assess things better. Like, how are you guys with your friends? Are you guys closer are you? Did you realize? This is one thing that I realized. People who I thought I was really close to before, when I was really busy, mm-hmm. I, I'm not necessarily as close as I thought I was. We were more like like um, friends who went and did things, yeah. right? Versus like friends who actually mm-hmm. just be with each other. Yeah, I there's some friends I haven't seen all 2020. Yeah, because of the quarantine. Um, but I was just telling my friends like Lori and Ken uh, the other day. I was like, I'm very thankful. That I have them in my life, yeah, right. Because if I if I didn't have them, I don't know what I would do. Like I think I need people to talk to, yeah, and associate with, and laugh with, and people yeah, who yeah, can, yeah. you know, talk shit with. You know, and I need that. So I've I think we've gotten closer with them, yeah, because of the quarantine. I think your friendships yeah. have kind of gone either way because I feel yeah. like my close friendships we've gotten even closer. Mm. And then the ones that were like in the midway, you know, they've either gone, we've gotten really close or they've disappeared altogether. But it gotta be kind of hard for you though. Most of your friendship that you had established, most of, most of them were here in the Tampa Bay area. Yeah, it puts me in a really unique position yeah. because I mean, I automatically have like this distance that's created because I just moved to a different city. Yeah. And so there's that issue. But then adding the whole quarantine and social distancing has been like, yeah. It definitely leaves me moments where I'm, I'm just like I'm lonely, you know. Mm. I don't have anybody because I'm all my friends are in Tampa other or other places. Yeah, but so, so for me, I think <clears throat> I'm, I'm typically uh, a loner or like social. I I'm not very good at making friends, so that's the whole thing. So because of that, I'm anti. I'm kind of antisocial by nature, in the sense that I don't do a whole lot. But then there are times where it's like, okay, if something comes up, I'm, I'm down to do it or whatever. So with quarantine, that's just kind of been multiplied. It's been intensified. So like Friday night, like this past Friday night, and it, it seems like every Friday night now, like I, I'm just like, 
I really wish I could do something. Right. Not feeling like mm-hmm. I can do something mm-hmm. drives me crazy. Yeah. It's so funny because I remember Friday nights 2019 being like. Took that a, shit for granted. A chick want to stay home. Yeah. Like, y'all good. Y'all won't miss yeah. me. Like, yeah. Maybe I'll go. Maybe I won't. Now you're like, damn. If if, I, if only I have the option. Yeah. Can yeah. something happen? Yeah. That's why I texted Jay. I texted Jay on Friday. I was like, hey. He no, did. Too, dog. Yeah. He did text me. He was like, I'm like I was at my friend yeah. Daphne's. We were all hanging out there. We had. Um. Community dinner, basically what we call it. Yeah. Um, we had some pork chops put I on the grill. Daphne. She's the yeah. sweetest. Had some macaroni. We just sat around the table, just five of us, and just talking, yeah, laughing, and talking about what we're watching, TV, you know, whatever, you know. And I just felt better. So, so, so yeah. that, so me and Jay had a conversation about this before. That's that's one thing that I wish I had more of at this very moment Community. was like was like a circle of people that. That I knew that I could go to, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And that way, I could find, you know, I, I, w- I would, I wouldn't feel You'd just completely isolated. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I definitely realized like how important community is, especially because I moved, and so mm-hmm. my my I'm I'm kind of cut off from my community, like my girlfriends, like. We we do this um, game night. Well, we'll game night like every other Friday or once a, once a month or so. Where there's this um, app called House Party. Have you guys? I've heard, heard about. He was house talking about House Party. Uno. Yes, they just yeah. got Uno, but they have like Heads Up and yep. you know Solitaire. They have all these games it's that you can app. play do a, via video. We should do yeah. it, guys. That's a lot of fun. And you, so we'll get on and we we'll do like themes. So last Friday we did ball gowns and you know because we just want to get cute. Uh, I know we did neon <laughs> before that because we're so extra, but like just little things to like. That's why I love women because women do shit like that. Women, do, mm. women are so extra. I, I but day up like, hey man, let's do a let's do a hat party. You want to do a hat party? Yes, why not though? And you know why? Because because if guys do it, guys automatically get associated with being. Uh, yeah, but I don't think that's true. I not, think not that's a, I think it's, it's an immaturity with, versus mature. Right? I feel like mature women don't. Well, dude, dudes do it uh, and I also things think in a different way. Like me and Jay will hop on uh, Call of Duty. That's and true. We'll play and we'll talk shit or whatever. Yeah, like, you ain't been on Call of Duty in a while, man. Come on. I'm tired of taking them L's, man. I, ain't, <laughs> I haven't gotten good. Bro, I hope you've been practicing solo. Like, <laughs> like you, if you tired of taking them L's, I hope you silently yeah. been practicing. Nah, I deleted that game. Fuck that. Game. Okay, rude. <laughs> did you really? I did. Uh, oh, bless you. Nah, you know what it is? Cause uh, I, I thought I was gonna. End up playing more of it, but I've been so focused on other stuff lately that I, I haven't really playing been playing any video games. So what you been doing? Uh, trying trying to get the condo and ba- basically just working. Um, you know, just trying to get shit together. Trying trying to move twenty twenty forward. I feel you. Yeah. What do you guys feel about finances in this whole quarantine life? Because for me, it's, it's kind of amazing. Yeah. <laughs> do you realize how much money you've been wasting listen, on food? Listen, like. Before, and going out before like before 2020 came i was i had thought about purchasing property and i was like i saving saving up for a down payment is like this and that or whatever but in 2020 it just kind of happened i was like oh I, i'm sitting on all this money i got i got down payment oh i could buy some property it, it kind of just, just, mm. just came out of nowhere like oh i i was thinking let me put this off for a year and i was like no i, I can actually do this right now let me just go ahead and do this <laughs> yeah it's crazy because it's definitely like made you realize i think for me it made me realize like our culture is such a consumption culture mm. yeah. yeah you know America, capitalism all for real, yeah. for sure 
And once you start removing yourself and restricting yourself from like that consumerism, you start realizing that you have everything you need at home. Like you yeah. legitimately do. Yeah. And there's like literally no reason to go out. Like we were talking about this earlier. Like, you know, you'll be really hungry, so you'll order. But when you order, it still takes longer than it would have taken you to cook yourself. You know, yes. like you yeah. can cook. A full yeah. meal in 20 minutes, no matter what. And it's more reliable. Because right. let me tell you something. I and less from, calories. I ordered from a fucking delivery service the other day, and my my food didn't show up. Ooh! I, I tell you what, I almost burnt the restaurant. Let me... That's that real hurt. I have to wait for 35 minutes hurt. normally, yeah. and then like, it doesn't I'm, like, show. I was starving, when, I, was starving yeah. when I ordered the food, yeah. and the, the, the shit didn't show up. And yeah. I got to call customer service. What the fuck y'all going to do? I'm hungry now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, for me, and financially, and... I actually haven't told anyone, but I actually left my full time job. Did yeah. you? Oh yeah. my god! Look at your little what? sneaker. I knew yeah. he was drinking mimosas for a reason. <laughs> okay, please, please. I uh, right it's more so more so COVID nineteen related than anything. But I had already been feeling um, like I needed something different, and like I was kind of over what I was doing, and yeah. so. I wanted to really try to focus, at least for a few months, focus You're on. You're such a creative, and I just don't feel like that was like the great capacity for you. Nah, I was, I was, I was stale. Being, I was just stale. I wasn't yeah. going through the motions. You guys, I'm just saying, I'm all about generational wealth. Like, so me and my girlfriend just bought a company. Well, not we just created a company. And we're saving up right now to purchase properties in 2021. Hey. I feel like we need to go ahead and get something together, create like a little yeah. podcast space. Hey. Because like there's a reason things call for you. Like yeah. you, what you were doing is like a complete and total waste of you. Like, yeah, I hate, I hate it. But you know, the thing is you get, you're so creative. You, you get used to a thing because it's you, you need, you want that money to continue to pay your bills. You yeah. Right. You need it. And so you try to do other, other things on the side. And so for me, I just, I said, you know what? I just, I was over it. And so for me, the, the quarantine showed me that, I need to be doing more. Yeah. yeah. At least at least for at least try to do more or something else. So do something in your passion. I'm focusing on my life coaching business. I got my website up. I'm trying to get clients there. I, I have my I'm creating videos. I'm doing trying to do more voiceover work. Yeah. Um so yeah. So I've just I just we'll see. We'll see. So I mean I was back at in the end of June when that happened. So Oh I, nice. Um I uh I posted about it the other day. You remember I asked um do you feel like um, you're living your purpose Correct Right now What did I say Jay was the only one That responded But he was like uh, He was like yes But I'm not I don't feel like I'm excelling at it Just yet Correct <laughs> But I feel like That takes time Correct. Yeah You I, know I, what I mean that's, that's pretty much What I he hit, said I hit him with some You yeah. know some encouragement I was like well you know any, Anything that you want to do That is, is going to be important it, it requires you to struggle to a degree You know what I'm saying And after that struggle yeah. you, Eventually you can become a master But you gotta go through That struggle first You know We're bringing it back around To quarantine I think Quarantine 2020 Is a perfect opportunity For people To build a community Absolutely And for For people to try Something different To put money To a project Or something that can Build money for By itself Yeah But I, I think Fear is the number one Cause of not it doing is. that Because To your point we, we work against each other and, and it's but a we, brainwash. It's it's and we, not. And we grow up thinking, you know, most black people, most minorities grow up not having a whole lot. Right. And so when you start to get something, the mentality is mine, mine, mine. You don't want to to lose Share. that to someone else, you know. Mm -hmm. And so 
But yeah, so 2020, that's why I, I'm trying something different. I think it's the year of change. I think everyone should do something different than what they currently are doing if they're unhappy with it. I think the beautiful thing about 2020 is it gives you a real life snapshot about your life, right? Like it tells you exactly where you stand really with your families. Like is your family the kind that they know you're high risk and they still are going out and about and coming and trying and like not caring that they might in fact impact in- infect you right or are they checking in with you are you checking in with them are you connecting like who are you really connecting with and who is you really your down person because we've had a culture so much in our life and i think the culture has been do me you know we like actually glorify about being singular about being you know doing us and being independent but like humans are are better codependent, you, you know, and not to like yeah, a man. dangerous level. But we're pack animals. We're yeah. meant to be groups. We're meant to be communities. We yeah. all feel better when we're in a community of, of, of friends and family. Oh my gosh, you know? it's just so different. So how's quarantine been on the love life? Quarantine love life. So how has it? Remy's in a relationship. So how has it impacted you? The quarantine being in a relationship. Have you gone stronger or same uh, or? If it, it it depends. Um, I don't think. I think I think if you're in a relationship where your relationship probably thrives or is is stronger when you and your partner uh, go out and do things together, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like like I've, I've I think I think I've been in relationships like that where like the relationship itself isn't solid for what it is, but we enjoy doing things so much together that that shit can that shit can thrive because yeah. we 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 enjoy You're our good time adventure together. mates. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So then I think I think uh twenty twenty is really putting that shit to the test because it's like, mm-hmm. no, nah, y'all ain't going nowhere. Y'all y'all stay y'all asses in the house and deal with each other. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think with me and my girl, we, we've only been together for like a year. Um we kind of already had a bit of a, 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 a heavy struggle because we moved in together way too fast during that first year. So we kind of went through a lot. When of did the, you guys <clears> move <throat> in? It was like four months in. Oh dang! It was like it, actually, wait. Let's let's be honest. Remy don't. Let's be, Remy hun- goes let's fast. be honest. Uh, we got together in February. She moved in with me at the end of April. Okay. So it was, it was, a, it was two, it's two months. months. It, was way, <laughs> yeah, it was way too fast, and I remember talking about it. I felt dumb every time I talked about it, but. We a year in now, so right. now. So it was a good decision. It 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 worked out. Ultimately, it worked out because I think she's a better match for me than I than I would even probably pick for myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you I, did pick it for yourself. No, I mean, if I were to, if I were to, if just, you knew what you knew now. Yeah, if I, if I were to just try to try to match myself with someone, I don't know if I would I would look at us being a good fit together. But the way that we work together now, I think it works really well. Um, as long as we make sure we understand each other and you know relationships that's the basis of any relationship you know it's ever easy but would i say that we're we're stronger i don't think it's making a difference for us yeah I think, that's good I though i think the way that we are it's not it's, it's not, not hurting us it's not strengthening yeah. us it's just you know that's good that means it's steady yeah yeah how about you sir with dating how's uh quarantine and dating been working for you you haven't been social distancing as much so you've been going out more uh, but it's not a whole lot of people out on, on this in the scene though. Like, even though I've been going out to like um, restaurants here and there, I'm not my group of friends. We're not going out to yeah. meet people, and 
and I said this on a few other podcast episodes, my initial goal in 2020 was to be done with all the dating apps and just yeah. go back to being in person and meeting women. Was like, nah. And then Rona hit like, and it was like, nah. Plans. Yeah, so best laid plans don't always go according, according to plans, right? And so <laughs> I was like, all right, well, I guess I got to go back to dating apps. And so I have found that there are more people on the dating apps and better options on the dating apps, but I also feel like there are less people truly interested in actually dating yeah like they're on the dating app they're bored and they conversations are dull um one, i'm like one person i'm like i'm typically carrying the conversation which is some bullshit um but yeah it, it i would say my, my quarantine Top. sex life has been amazing See, but dating has not been as great i think i think jay shouldn't be dating what? Why? Because I, I, I think I think Jay has found the one. I think the one is is in Jay's phone somewhere. Wow. And all he's uh, got to do is is you know what I'm saying? Nah. I don't why, know that is. why do you think Put he a more found time it? Effort into it? Because because mm. I've, I've seen some of the women that Jay entertains. Oh and my gosh. <laughs> These are some cool chicks. So I, I feel like if Jay if Jay was like, all right, let me just slow down. Stop! Stop trying to find all these all this, all this new pussy out here. Mm. And let, let me rock with what I got. Let me see <laughs> what I got. I, I think Jay. Uh. I think Jay got the one. He just. But no. I think quarantine is also like messing with that because I think he's. You know, if he was able to actually really spend time with people, and a lot of people are so cautious right now, yeah, that would probably make. Because I have, I obviously know a lot of dope women. Yeah. Right. I know some dope women. Yeah, man. You don't need no more. But that doesn't mean that we are. We have the chemistry to be in a relationship, I right? Totally. And so, but you know, some some women that I dated at the prior, I mean, to, at the beginning of or prior to COVID nineteen happening or quarantine happening, we had some dope chemistry. Yeah, I was like, oh, I can see myself kind of like trying to pursue this. However, people become ca- ca- you know cautious and yeah. don't want to go out, but they still want to talk. But I'm just I'm still in the beginning phases of getting to know you, and they, you're not going out. So I'm not I'm not willing personally, I'm not willing to invest five months of talking on the phone only with yeah. you to get back in person eventually to realize that we're not compatible. You know what I mean? And so I think some people like I matched with matched with one woman, she was like, Oh yeah, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not going out. I just kinda stayed to myself. I said, Well, when are you planning on going back out again? She said, I'm not going back out to twenty twenty one. I was like, Well, I'm, I can't invest in this. Yeah. Like personally, quality time is one of my love languages. It's a top two love language. But was she talking in general or was she talking about dating? She said in general. Well, because I think it's different in general than it is dating. Like for me, I'm not, I'm social distancing, but I'm still willing to go out with like on dates and stuff. Yeah. But the dates have to be social distance dates, right? It's like, I'm not trying to be up in the club with you. A, clubs are closed and B, no. But like we can hit a trail together. We can go, you know, to the beach together. We can have a picnic together. Absolutely. You know, they're alternatives. But that that particular woman was not willing to even do that. She, She wouldn't do a picnic? She wouldn't do the beat. We never even got to that point. Once she went, yeah. Once she hit. I, I'm just, you know, I, I feel like this. I'm not going to force anyone to do anything they don't want to do. Um, but um, I haven't given up hope on, on the dating life. I, I Again, I think I mismatched with a, a young woman the other day. And I was like, okay, we got a little vibe, so we'll see what happens. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm in a space where I've, I have dated too many women the last couple of years where they weren't really ready for anything serious mm-hmm. they were yeah. just they were just going through the motions they were bored but they were on dating apps suggesting that they were ready for something or or something developed naturally they'd be open to it and then when it developed 
they kind of realized they weren't ready. So now I've invested five months, six months, that's half a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? To someone who's not ready. Yeah. So I'm talking at a point in my life where I'm I'm not going to invest months of dating someone where they're not, they don't want to go out. Right. Yeah. You know, and so, um, yeah. so anyway, so, so what about you? How has dating affected your life? I am like the complete opposite of, like I'm, I'm actually like, not the opposite. I'm in the same boat as you, like for Everybody wants pen pals, you know? Yeah. And so I'm back on the dating apps, and I legitimately was like, I just, like, kind of cut this dude off low-key uh, because we've been talking for, like, three months. Three months. And have not met. Oh, no. Nah. Um, See, I'm not wanting to do that. I'm not wanting and, to do that. Yeah, normally I'm like, that's crazy to me. I normally give you, like, a two-week time frame, and then I'm out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, let's quarantine, whatever. But then, like, I suggested us linking up, and he had something that he was doing, and but then he never re-suggested anything back. Yeah. And I was just like, and I could tell, honestly, I could tell that he wanted to go out, but he just isn't the type, like, he's not an assertive person. And so he almost, it was like he was hinting at me to, like, be the one to make mm-hmm. the plans. Mm-hmm. And I just decided that that's not the right man for me. Three months, though. Three months of not seeing someone. That's ridiculous, though. Texting. And, like, I'm just like, what's the point? What's the point? point? And, you know, and obviously people can do shady shit even if there was no quarantine, right? right. But three months, I haven't seen you. I haven't seen your place. I don't know. You could be lying about so much shit. You could be catfishing me for all I know. Literally, we are. I don't know more about him in the last three months than I knew about him in the beginning. Like, I don't really invest until I actually, like, if I meet you online, I'm not investing yeah. until I actually meet you in person. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, there would be, like, two or three weeks where I would just disappear or, like, not really respond. But that's me. because it's just, like, how long do we yeah. say, oh, how'd you sleep? Oh, I slept well. How, how's your day going? My day's going great. Yeah. How's your day going great? What no video doing? chat either? No. Yeah. That's a little weird to me. Like I, I would, like I literally, when I matched with this, this young woman, mm. we matched, we talked throughout the day, one one day, and the next day we talked that morning, I say, hey, look, I don't really want to be on these dating apps, here's my number. You feel cool to text me, text me. Yeah. And she texts me. I so now that. we move to the texting. Mm-hmm. So but I'm going to pick up a phone, I'm going yeah, to talk to her. The I want, yeah, you know, I'm not going to, but go three months. Yeah, that's Vegas. just ridiculous. I think some people are just bored, you know. And no, I definitely think some people are bored, but I also just realize in general that, like, I think everyone has a nonchalant attitude period. I think yeah. the culture kind of wants to, it it celebrates like you not caring, right? Like mm. if you care, you're thirsty, you know? And so I, I think people are taking it to the extreme where it's like, they're not even showing interest, but they expect you to understand that there's interest because they're yeah. talking to you. Yeah. Like, so I, I like literally, I get every six months or three months or so, like, I will get, like, hit up by, like, some guy that I was talking to for, like, two seconds. And, like, literally just talking. Right. And it'll be like, oh, my God, I, was, I really liked you, but I don't, um, you wasn't paying me no mind. And I'm like, how am I supposed to gather from your, like, you know, two texts a day, one being, what are you doing? W-Y-D that you really like right, had right, right. interest that, in There's no effort in a W-Y-D. Right. Like, you're not it, even trying to start a conversation or anything. Exactly. But like, I just feel like we are so nonchalant where everyone's trying to be the least thirsty person right. <laughs> that it's just hard to create like a real connection. But what yeah. I did find interesting about my love life is that literally 
I want to say like my four ex, last four, last ex boyfriends out of the four of them got married. Three of them have come back. Oh yeah. Mm. In this last like in this quarantine month, mm. they this missed quarantine. Months. They missed that good good. Hey. I, I think like maybe you're just like you know you're lonely right now. You realize so much that you don't have community, and if you don't that. have a community, then you look for the last time you did. And also think that they thought she death. Was Ill. Turns out she's a W. Uh huh. <laughs> also also think that when we are potentially facing death, it makes you want to reconnect with the thing that you feel like you. You missed Miss out, out on it, you know, yeah, and so um, here's a question. I'm gonna move. How? Cause one thing I, I really hate that people are doing is travel shaming, right? So people are saying I mean, people who I travel, miss, people quarantine, people who are traveling during quarantine, people are like, oh, you're not being careful. You know, you don't care about other people. Blah blah blah. Where are y'all on traveling? Because at this point, I think we all can acknowledge that we're gonna be the, be in this deep into 2021. Right, it's not going away. Corona, COVID nineteen, not going away anytime soon. I have a hard time with that, and the reason why is because on one hand, I understand like you need to sit your ass down, and then it can't be about you. It's about the people around you. It's about the people mm. in your life and your family. Like you might be fine, right? Mm. But you might be the one who, even if it's a stranger, you might be the one who gives it to a kid. You might be the one who gives it to an old lady who mm. then dies. Like mm. you might be the cause of someone's death had you not sat your ass down, right? So mm. at some token, I look at it like it's a it's a literally a pandemic. When we look back at history and we see like the bubonic plague or the Spanish flu and we see people doing like crazy shit like going out and still like going to parties and we look at them like they're fucking stupid because it's stupid right and the same token though as somebody who's traveled and realized a how expensive it is also how exclusive it is like a lot of people don't have stacks to just spend discretionarily you know to go someplace new and right now you know, this is the cheapest you can travel, mm-hmm. right? So for someone who maybe is in a low socioeconomic position, this might be the first and maybe the only opportunity that they'll get to really be able to travel and see the places they want to see at the price point that we're looking at right mm-hmm. now, right? Because, I mean, I think I saw, what were you, what was the price point for Puerto Rico when you were looking oh, at Oh, I the found tickets? Puerto Rico tickets round trip was 125 yeah, Round so trip. your ticket was one twenty five. When I went to Puerto Rico a few years ago, our ticket was three hundred dollars, right? So tickets are literally more than half off. Forget about like hotels yeah. and all this. Everything's, Everything's so much cheap. cheaper. So it's like I have a, I understand, and I don't understand. I understand like, listen, if you have it, you you want to travel and you just never had the ability, and now like because of quarantine, you have the funds and you have. The price that allows it, I get it. But then at some level, I'm like, this is also why America has literally become the epicenter of coronavirus. We have like completely outdone every other country because we are a country about individuals and we care about ourselves. We don't care about communities. Like you have like, you know, China's a billion, you know, population, like they're huge. They're literally on top of each other, but they have better control of it than us. But that's because their culture is more focused on society, on what's good for everyone versus what's good for me. I'm not even in a position to really feel like I could travel shame anybody right now because it doesn't seem like we're allowed to go anywhere. We can't. Domestically, you can. Not internationally, but domestically, you can. I mean, it's. 
it's all over America. So <laughs> yeah, I um, I look at it like this: most of the people I think who are traveling are traveling with mask on. They're trying to do their best to not infect other people. But if you also are going out to restaurants and if you're going out to the gym, you are just as likely to catch it at the gym that you are if you are traveling, right? Because you're in, you're in tight quarters. Yeah. So No, it's a little bit different. because we have, I mean, they have the air that's the circulating. Air, yeah. But again, if you're wearing your mask, most airlines are requiring you to wear the mask. Right. So my thing is, I I am going to travel. However, I also know that I'm putting myself at higher risk, but it's I'm also not going around my mom and my and my and her boyfriend or people who I who I know have higher risk. Not, 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 and I haven't traveled anywhere. I've just been doing that in general. Yeah. You know, and so for me, I I don't I'm going to travel. Um, I want whatever the new norm is. We have to get back to some sense of it for me personally. And I think we just need to be more aware of it. I was nowhere near as serious about the coronavirus in the beginning that I am now. Things I'm doing now, I was laughing at in March, right? Like, I go to the store with my mask on. If I forget my mask, I'm like, oh, shit, I go back to my car. And I do. I go to the gym. So we adapt. We adopt. So I just think people should be allowed to do the things that they feel comfortable with if they're being responsible enough to not... Go back to their moms and their grandma because you're right. It's the people that we might not get infected. Like I'm not. I told my. I told my friend the other day. I'm not worried about me getting infected yeah. and not and dying from it. Like I feel like I'm pretty healthy. I should be okay. I'm more concerned about my 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 family and other people. Yeah. Right. But, but traveling is different. The smoke right now, though, is a lot to do with the fact that it's so uncontrolled. Like there are there are other areas, there are other countries where it's very much managed. But in America, it is mm, no, it is. In some countries, yes, it's it's pretty bad worldwide. Though. It's pretty bad worldwide, yeah, but, but there yeah, are some huge countries. Oh yeah, countries. absolutely. That are way better managed. For us, it seems like every week the numbers are crazy. The the number yeah. new number of deaths, the new Florida. numbers of new cases. Every week is like some new high. Yeah. So sort of only just recently started trending downward. Yeah. So like adapting and adopting is fine. However, we don't adapt and adopt now. We mm-hmm. adapt and adopt when things have like gotten to a point where it's kind of crescendoed a little bit. But a lot of th- a lot of times though, it's not even the people who live in Florida that's the problem. Like. You know how many people that are oh, yeah. on the beach that are from other states that are bringing Absolutely. here? It's like it's not just it's not Floridians that, 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 that's, that and that's also yeah. why people don't yeah. like traveling. So yeah. Hawaii has come out right out right and said like they don't want people from the mainland coming, <laughs> right? Because when you're traveling, you're thinking about yourself, but you might be bringing something to that city. Like yeah. for 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 Orlando and Florida in general. I mean, I, we got super hit, but we also had so many people coming in from spring break. Yeah. So who's to say that like we were the ones who actually, you know, spread it? It could have been people from outer states coming in. So when you're traveling, people are looking at you like that. Like you're the one who's coming from your state, especially if you're coming from yeah. Florida. You know what it is? And infecting everyone. I think I think everybody. I think coronavirus. Like, it's very it's very much like how people handle. Their sex lives to a degree, like how we. Explain. Do you just bust always, it wide open? We don't always mm-hmm. wear condoms. Sometimes we, even though we know the risk we, of, we, we fuck around in situations where yeah. you, you know, what I'm saying? I don't really know this person. Absolutely, hundred percent. Things kind of just go that route. So I think, I think we're 
like like we're dealing with that, but just in a different respect. And you know, I I I haven't had the most responsible sex in the past, so there's also situations uh, yeah. where, you know, I have I haven't been the most responsible person when it comes to uh, making like like I said, I went to a yeah. party uh, a weekend ago, and I felt I felt a little wild about it. I was like, I probably shouldn't be here with all these people, but this is my my little man's birthday. Like I, yeah. I I'm supposed to not come. They're having the party. I'm gonna show up. Yeah. So, I just turned down like one of my nephew's birthday parties, and I feel so sad about yeah, it. Yeah, it's 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 so hard. But I've just seen so many families who like the whole family gets COVID, and people yeah. are dying yeah. from these birthday parties. Like they had that family that recently, like five people died from a birthday party. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not gonna travel shame nobody because traveling to me is a it feel it's, it's something different about that than say running up to your local bar or you know hitting restaurants and going to parties and stuff like that. If you feel like you you need to travel and this is your opportunity. Hey, just just be safe out there and you know stay away from people. I would say Don't if you're traveling, you know, oh, know you say. know that you're being selfish, and so try to reduce or mitigate your selfishness as much as possible. You're not only being selfish to the people who you come back to, but you're also being selfish to the people you're going out to meet because you could be the 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 thing infecting that community. But I also feel like I can't. I can't tell somebody to not travel when I know like this is the cheapest travel has ever been for people and this might be their only chance to do it in their life. I'm thinking about going to Tennessee in a month. Or yeah, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm going to travel domestically. So let me, I'm going to say that I think that with, tra- with quarantining that it's, COVID-19 is going to be around like the flu is. Yeah. I don't think oh, COVID yeah, I don't think COVID-19 not, is going to go around. So, so with that in mind, I have pretty much tuned out watching TV and news reports right. about it because the news is going to heavily report the numbers all the time. And at some point, they're going to stop reporting. And when yeah. it's 2021, I don't know. But I feel like when you when you, inundate, when you yeah. watch so much of it, you create this fear, more yeah. fear in your own life about it. And, and for the record, like, you know, somebody who wants to travel like like Jay, I, I don't feel like he's part of the problem. I don't feel like that's why it's it's, it's insane out here. I feel like you got we, we have a, a like at least half of the country who are just complete anti-maskers. That's not like, even talking about the mask. No yeah, uh, they don't give a fuck about shut down. Or that's not even talk about our governor. Our governor who doesn't uh, believe in this shit at all. Yeah. Our president only just put a mask on what? What? Like two, three weeks ago? And yeah. before that he was like, I ain't wearing no fucking mask. I'm the president. And then, and then here in Florida they're talking about sending the kids back to school. Yeah. As if kids gonna wear masks all damn day. And kids... Contract and hold so many different germs. Literally, I know several teachers who've quit. Really? Literally quit their entire profession. Because uh, in Florida, the union has this no strike clause. Mm. So if you strike, which a lot of them want to do, you automatically lose your teaching license in Mm. Florida. Wow. And so you have to literally choose between your health or your profession. And we also know with kids, things like... Like a flu in a high school. It goes rapid, it quick. Quickly, like, disseminates. Yeah. Because kids, they touch. Kids don't yeah. give a fuck. Right. Nope. And so, like, a lot of them are like, no, I'm not risking my health. I'm like, literally, they're like, literally, they had the flu last year. And everybody yeah, in that joint got, got the flu. Teachers, too. You can't, you can't, like, endorse 
opening, reopening schools, but then also at the same time, within the same like what two week period, say, oh, but let's push the election back. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was oh my gosh. Yeah. Because they were talking about pushing back schools, but they had a town hall and they decided to have the town hall virtually mm-hmm. to, you know, for safety concerns. Yeah. If you're having a town hall about <laughs> opening schools for the next week yeah. and you have to do it virtually because of safety concerns, you shouldn't be opening the school. I think people just don't take it as see. I watched, I literally watched an interview on CNN where the, the parent, this guy, was in a, being interviewed about his kid had gone to this camp and the camp ended up having like 300 infection of COVID-19 and the camp have followed like all the protocols put in place by the CDC and it still happened. And the reporter asked him, well, knowing that knowing this has happened, would you be an advocate for your, for schools to reopen or stay closed? And he was like, honestly, I would still want my kid to go to school. Uh, but I, so I don't, I, I don't, I, like, I don't get it. I, but get I, it I, so. I think a lot of it is like, um, they don't want to deal with their own kids. Yeah. That's part of it too, yeah. Honestly, I really do, and maybe this is me being preachy or me looking out, but I just feel like in today's culture, a lot of people don't parent. You know, uh, like yeah. the TV parents. And, you know, when I was in growing up, we weren't allowed to watch TV. Like Saturdays, cartoons was the shit because that was like the only time you had like carte blanche on the TV low key. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And now kids are literally being raised by TVs and iPads and all that kind of stuff. And like there's not a lot of one on one time that they're having individually with their parent. And you would think at this time that you would like embrace that but a lot mm. of them are struggling because they realize they don't have anything in common with their kids yeah I'm, I'm gonna throw some parents some bail because if you gotta be like trapped with your kids at, over the last four months five and months, try to work and day, try to work and you're trying to work you're trying to like it's tough. Trying to, it's tough it i feel for parents right now oh my girlfriend re- like i get it love I, it parents wanting the one the ones Literally. who are doing it I'm, I'm so happy for them but every I, last I one of my girlfriend's but they're like super active. They yeah. want to be like super active in their kids' yeah. lives. Like they are literally living their best life. My nephew is less than a year old. He's fully potty trained and he's walking. Yeah. And that's simply because his yeah. mom was in the home and was and she didn't have to go back to work. She got to work home work remotely. Mm. So she got to like start all this like immersion therapy that they do. Like where they put you on the body right after yeah. you you know use the you know after you eat, like thirty minutes after you eat. And yeah. you get, you, he's potty trained. Yeah. He's less yeah. than a year a year old. And he's potty drink. I couldn't believe it. And yeah, he's walking. Yeah. So if your if your parenting style is is very like hands off, ha- like hands on, and, yeah. and you really like you're loving to be around your kids. If it's hands off, you're hating. Then like. you yeah. can handle this. But the rest yeah. of us, like, I, I would be struggling if I had kids. Because right some, some people want to have some people want to have kids, but they also want to develop their career and do other things. And so, yeah, kids is it's, just, it's just another part of your life. It's yeah, not, it's and there are some people who the career is cool. But they just really love being parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think people who really just love being parents are flourishing right now. Oh, yeah. This is this is their bag. 2020 is their shit right now. It'd be interesting to know how they're doing financially on on that. But I guess it depends on the work. But anyway, so at the end of the day, quarantine. Don't lose your mind. Don't lose your mind. Community, community, community. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and switch over. What are we switching over to? To unsolicited advice. Well, let me give you a little advice. What? That. All right, guys. So this is unsolicited advice. And today, the very first one I have from you is by Alexander. 
And he goes, hi, I dated this girl for two years. And we decided to take a temporary break so I can convince my parents to accept her. After a month, she was on Tinder. And then by the second month, she was dating someone. Damn. Hold on, say that again. Your mom, his mom. He took a uh, a break from a temporary break from his girlfriend uh, for two years. Okay. So to get his parents to, to accept get his parents her. to accept her. And then after a month, she was on Tinder. Yeah. And then by the second month, she was dating someone. Wow. I yeah. told her that I really want her back and I'll do uh, anything. But she's saying she's moved on. Yeah. How do I get her back? First of all, that sounds like the biggest lie yeah. I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, we got to take two months off so I can get my parents to accept you. No, you just fucking other bitches. Yeah. <laughs> that I sounds know, so I think with like parent issues. Like, let me tell you. This you, motherfucker was on his where I want to be. Yeah, he's on where I want to. I agree with that, but yeah. But sometimes <laughs> the parents even, can be a even, problem. If, even if he wasn't cheating, even if it really legitimately was about the mm. parents, you... Don't break up with yeah, the person because no. of your parents. Mm-hmm. You, bring, you bring her around. You, you figure you, it out. Your, your parents experience this person so that they can be like, oh, she's not like so bad. But and they were dating for two years. The other part of it, yeah. I mean, more likely, this, if, if this is real, then it's, it's probably like a, a, a culture thing. You know what I mean? Like like Asian parents trying to bring home like a, a white boy or something. Yeah. Like or African parents. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you, bring, you can bring... A black American home to some African parents, it's not gonna go down really? necessarily. Yeah. yeah, I'm a firm believer that we don't do breaks. If my if I was in a relationship, a two two year relationship, and my woman said to me, "Hey, I need to I need to break up with you, take a break so I can win over my parents," I'm like, "Look, well, we done. Yeah. Like, I, there's no coming back. So a break is a break up. Right? Either we're gonna work through it, right, together and figure and stay together, or we're gonna break up. And when we broken up, I can do whatever the fuck I want." Now I do think it's a little weird that, makes sense. that she would hop in a relationship I after two years in a couple months. Mm-mm. Because she, like, to me, listen, she, how can you heal in two months? If, I don't think she believes. I don't him. think she's <laughs> healing, and I don't think she believes him. And I also feel like, okay, if you're what you're saying is true for two years, your parents have not accepted her. Yeah. Then there has to like to the point where you guys break up over it. Yeah. There has to be so much friction and animosity. Like to go from that kind of toxicity to like dating a normal human being where you don't have that drama, it's so easy to like be like this. This person could be treating her just okay, like yeah. the best, yeah. but to not have that literal like level of anxiety and toxicity in her life, she probably thinks they're treating her like a million dollars. Probably so. Probably so. To, to answer his question, she gone. You fucked up. She yeah, gone. She gone. <laughs> she gone. What's that jacket ass song? Walk out of heaven. <laughs> Guess I just walked out of heaven. All right, so let's. The next one is from Jeriana. Jeriana, mm-hmm. that is a name. She goes. I can't go to my boyfriend's house because he says he's not ready for me to meet his family. That's a lie. It's been two years, and so he offers to get us an Airbnb. Then complains when I want to get a two hundred dollar, two hundred dollar house, even after I offer to pay for half. Mm. I don't know what's going on. He has an African family, so mm. I understand there being some hesitation. But am I being played? Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I I am uh, of the belief mm-hmm. that 
If I can't see the place you live, the place you call home, you share within a few else. months, you got somebody else living there, mm-hmm. or something shady is going on, and that's a red flag for me. Yeah. Absolutely red flag. Especially if you come over to my place. Yeah. Right. So like I, I um, I was this was 2019. I was dating this woman, and I, uh, you know, she came over to my place a couple of times, but I never got an invite to her place. Never ever. And in in conversation, mm-hmm. it turned out turned out that her ex was still living there. Oh my god! Now they were going through a breakup, a separation or whatnot. But you should not be dating with your ex still in the same bed. Like, yeah. get out of my face! And so for me, I was like, look, I like you a lot, but I really can't do this anymore. Like, this. what are you doing? You know. So so yeah, but if you can't see the house, that's a problem. Yeah, so you're being played. I, I've had a friend who was literally in that situation. Was that friend you? No, no. I, I would, I, man. If, I, if me and my my girl break up, I'm out in a month, easy. Um, but I had a friend who was literally she was living with the ex for. I mean, I think part of it was she wasn't in a situation where she could just get her own place. Mm-hmm. But at, at the very least, even with living with this motherfucker, she was at least sort of independent because she didn't have to go back home and live with family or whatever. So I yeah. to live with family. So though. they broke up and then they they just kept living together because they didn't hate each other. Yeah, you know what mm. I'm saying. It was like, all right, I don't hate you. You're you're trying to do you're doing things with your life. I'm doing things with my life. We don't have to necessarily move out until we feel like we're ready. Yeah, but in that situation, you still want to try to date people. You don't like this motherfucker. You want to move on. Yeah, but like I think by that definition is you can't move on. You can't move on when you're literally still living with your ex. Like I don't don't think it's fair to the people that you're dating. I think it's just a real selfish move. So what? So I I would agree with you if I if I didn't know her, Mm. but because I knew her and I knew him. I knew that they didn't fuck with each other no more. Yeah, like he, he was a, he was a cool dude. He was a, he was a good dude, and they didn't. There was nothing else really there. Yeah, you know except that I mean? they're living together, except so there's still the something situation. there. But but even know, if it's not emotional, sometimes finances doesn't, doesn't yeah, allow you there, to, there to move lot, out. There was other things in play that forced that situation to continue on where it was, and they weren't they weren't connected. You know what I mean? She was she she wasn't she hadn't she hated that motherfucker. <laughs> but yes, yeah, let's get back to that. Sorry, I, yeah. I brought that up, but. To that, to the advice piece point, I think that it's a red flag. She should be definitely be careful. It's hard about to say. that. You said African family. I don't know mm. nothing about African. Family. But two I, years, I you heard. haven't been to her pla- his place once. African, Does his parents African live there at the house? Yeah, he lives with I his th- parents. Uh, Africans are different. So yeah. I had a friend, and he he his family was from Africa, and they are. So so judgy. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't want to extrapolate and say that like this is all Africans. I mean, they might like, be very strict religiously as well. My experiences, but but I, and I don't. It's not even an uppity thing. It's a respect thing. Yeah. They just have a. They value things very very differently than Americans do. Yeah. And Americans, like even from being West Indian. We look at a lot of like American ideals and think it's yeah. like buck wild and crazy. You know what I mean? And so the more farther you get away right. from the culture, is a the, certain standard. It, yeah, is the crazier it is. Like the like the fact that like uh, hooking up is like so universal here in America is mm. crazy. Literally mm. crazy in other places. Right. Like they're like, what? You just you put your genitals on where with people you don't know. You don't even know their middle name. Like it's crazy, but. That's our culture. We've become a really hedonistic culture. See, I thought, based on, a, on the advice piece, I cannot wait to go to hedonism in Jamaica. <laughs> oh, I do not. Mm. Um, I thought maybe he lived by himself and she hadn't been there for two years. No. But the fact that he lived with his parents, that kind of makes a big difference. Yeah. 
Uh, I, mean, I don't I care though. Way more bail than the other, I, the other one. At two years, I don't care. Yeah. But Who's she's said? never been over there once. Never. Yeah, that's the issue though. She, she has every right to be like, yeah. nah, this is weird. Not this being is. there and not being able to spend the, like spend the night two different things. Like she should be able to come to the house. Yeah. Spend say the night hi, is something hello. different, you know? I bet, yeah. I bet money it's a white girl. Like after yeah, family white girl. Like, don't don't bring facts. no white girl. No, she's here. black. Oh, oh, yeah. Her name is Jeriana. Okay. okay. Oh yeah, Jeriana. She black. She's the okay. She's right. black. But, but but like I said, it, it for for the the friend that I knew who's African, mm-hmm. bringing a black American was just so like bringing issue. a white person. Yeah. It, it, ultimately, it's bringing a it's foreigner. Ultimately, yeah, the same thing. It's like bringing somebody who does not know the culture, doesn't have the same values, doesn't yeah. have the same yeah, understandings, yeah. Yeah. and they don't want you because you don't. Like you have to explain things that they already know. Yeah. Is there anything that you would bring home that your your family might be like, hey, what are you doing? At this point, no. Like I've had these conversations now. Uh, when I was in my twenties, absolutely, my mom did not want me to bring home a white girl. Period. Yeah, point yeah, blank. Yeah, period. Yeah. And I and I had a conversation with my mom and my sisters. You know, beautiful, strong black women. And I said, I'm, I said, I told her, I said, I'm disappointed that you would rather me be unhappy. Yeah. And single. Than to bring home someone who loves me completely. Yeah. And after that conversation, a couple of days later, they, my mom called me and she was like, "Look, I want to apologize." Yeah. She said because at the end of the day, I just want you to be loved. And then if, if you bring home a white woman, I'm gonna love her, no matter what, because she loves you. Okay. L- now let me ask you this: What if you brought home a man? I mean, I wouldn't. But <laughs> I know, for sure. but, but they'd be all right. I mean, they they would, they. There'd be some concerns. There'd be some concerns. You'd get some smoke, but you wouldn't get kicked out. Yeah, I wouldn't kicked out. My my family loved me, and they. And they I've always That's been. Cool. I, I've always been an outlier. Like I've always done my own thing. I've always been a little bit uh, in my own world and do things differently from what my family does. Yeah. And so, but they know they whoever I bring home, regardless of my lifestyle, they will still love me. Now, what about you? My parents thought I was gay for a hot minute in high well, in undergrad. Well, Sorry. <laughs> Before we even get to that part of it. Let me just Asian. tell you, West Indian parents are the worst. I got a freaking piercing, an eyebrow piercing. Oh, they, and they was like. <laughs> and that's apparently only lesbians get wow. eyebrow piercings. Yeah, you, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and so literally my entire family thought I was like legitimately gay for like yeah. a solid eight months. 10 months and they would have like these really like random conversations with me like you know you can talk to me about anything yeah. <laughs> no matter what and I'm like sitting there because I'm just like, like what are you talking what about what is happening right now and then I find like my brother he's you know the way siblings always mm. do they're like they think you're gay that's why they keep having these conversations can you tell them if you're eating if you're a carpet muncher or not yeah, wow do, do your parents have an accent Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I didn't realize they had an accent, but when I would do them, apparently I when I do my mom, like I'm imitating my mom, mm-hmm. I do it with an accent. Uh-huh. But I never noticed until somebody pointed that out to me. Yeah. yeah. My mom. Do it, do it, what what was that show? Mm-mm. What was that show um, everyone was talking about? Love at first sight? Love, Love is blind? Love yeah. Is blind. So my mom, I guess my, I guess my mom watched that show and the guy that was bisexual. Yeah. So one random day, me and my mom were like, we're talking. She was like, can I ask you a question? I was like, yeah, mama, we, 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 you know, we got open relationship. Yeah. She was like, are you bisexual? I was like, mama, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what's going on? She said, well, I was watching this show and I just, I think guys are just, in a, you know, in a different space and that's cool. And I just want to know if you, I said, mom, if I was bisexual, I would tell you. Yeah. I said, I have no desire to suck a dick. I was <laughs> like, I'm all for open, be who you are, love who you are. I don't care, but, but that's not me. Would you? 
Would you? What I what? Would you tell her? Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. absolutely. One hundred and ten percent. I feel like one hundred and ten percent. I feel like it's easy to say that you would when you're not, but if you were. Like there's a conflict there automatically. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something real quick. I was raised Baptist. Mm -hmm. My mom is a pastor. Yeah, we was in church every Sunday, Bible study every Wednesday. Ain't shit harder than going to your mama and telling her you no longer a Christian. Okay, that's worse than telling her you. Let me tell you something. Literally, yes, for the black Baptist. Yes, let me tell you something. Absolutely, absolutely. It was the hardest thing telling my mama I ain't Christian no more. I'm leaving Christianity. And like, and for a few years prior, I was afraid. I was scared to tell other people. That I wasn't Christian, yeah, but I had to come. I, I had, I had to get comfortable in my own skin. I'm with you, I you know, struggle with that shit too. Like people, people look at you, especially in the in the black community. Especially in the black it's community, it's hard to just not be a Christian. You know, absolutely, and, and be black. It was at the hard. So yeah, I'm, I'm 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 an advocate for living your best life. Yeah, and being authentic to yourself, living your true self. Yeah, and so if I, if if it was me and I was bisexual, if I was gay, or I was transgender, I would definitely I won't I wouldn't want to be a hypocrite. Yeah. So I would definitely tell my friends and tell my tell my mom and and my dad. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I know the way that I am. What'd you tell? I mean, I would be I would be uh, borderline dis- disrespectful about being so open about it because I I'm I'm a, I'm such an advocate of like living within my identity because of all the all the shit that I I had to deal with, you know, growing up and, mm. and, and feeling like an outcast. That now like that's why I call myself millennial mulatto because everybody's gonna know everybody who knows me is gonna know I'm half black half white and that's who the fuck I am. Yeah. So if I was, if I was bisexual or gay, that shit is gonna be in my fucking You'd profile. Be the the bi millennial. Yeah. <laughs> I would wear that shit like yeah. for everybody to see, and I don't give a fuck how you feel about yeah. it. Yeah, well, apparently I came out to my parents via uh, eyebrow, via eyebrow. <laughs> but I mean, no, I just we see you gave it up. We see you gave it up. I did. It was not cute. I look back at it now. I was like, that was really. See, I got my, cute. I got my uh, ear pierced back in high school, yeah. and you know, back in. Early late nineties. Like, if you only had one black. earring pierced, on, on you were gay. The, no, it was it was like the left or right. Ear. Right. If it was yeah. the right ear. If it yes. was the right ear, yeah. it was gay. If you had both ears pierced, you were bisexual. And I had both my ears that. pierced back then. Yeah. So what was that? This was like 97, 97 yeah. 98 So I remember I got one ear pierced, and then after I finally got past that stigma, I was like, let me go. It's so funny because those are legitimately not stigmas. Those are legitimately ways that gay people would like identify identify themselves to other gay people and then straight people got hip uh, so like the piercings like left ear right ear those were actual like cues that you know was, were, were legit- they though you no know, they were that were legitimately mm. used mm. so you could help identify each other and you only the people who knew knew mm. and the people who didn't know but and then when it became mainstream obviously everybody gave it up but like yeah. it's interesting to see that alright guys let's go ahead and move on to the most uh, best segment of the show, according to Miss Suzanne. <laughs> she says she loved the segment. I don't know Shout how I feel about Suzanne. Suzanne now. Why are you hating on Suzanne? No, don't hate on Suzanne. Suzanne, what was your thoughts about unsolicited advice? <laughs> well, she said all Let's of it was... about who am I? She said all of it was good. All of it was good. So... I think I it's, it's, it's the music. Something about the music. People love J- JB playing some jams, too. He, he, he just be... Coming out with some stop stroking his ego. I'm just saying, people, people like music. 
That sounds about right. All right, so Bruce, is that time of the segment where we play That Sounds About Right, oh, a.k.a. God. That Sounds Familiar. Not the game. I have, I, have, I have chosen six songs for the table for Remy and L to compete against one another and to compete against you. They need to know the name of the artist or the name of the song. We do not own these songs. We have no rights to these songs. We just love them. Who created them? You can find these songs on Alti, No Shade, Spotify playlist. Them arms looking good, though. Damn! I hate, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> All, right. All right. Let's go ahead and get into it. All right. So this week, I don't have the uh, the year these songs came out. Y'all just going to have to be have a good listening ear. I like the years. That's how, uh, I, that's how I know whether or not I'm going to ha- have any chance. Nah, well, you're going to have to have a chance every song on this one. Hmm. Give us a range. Yes, I will give you the range. So for this first song, first song. So the first song came out probably in the mid eighties. Mid eighties. Oh, well, there we go. Oh, I fucking know this. Rick James. Just be good to me, or something like that. No. Key Sweat. Jill Scott. No. That's no. Oh, that's uh, Tina Turner. Tina Correct. Turner. Hell yeah. How you not know this song, y'all? I knew when she started singing. Yeah, I was trying to get it before she sang. Before she sang, <laughs> you had no clue. I know the song originally, though, because of the movie. First the movie of all, Angela Bassett. She should have won an Oscar for that. That shit. She should have okay? won an Oscar for that. She should have won all the awards yeah. for that. Like, she I don't even. It. I haven't listened to any Tina Turner songs. Except the ones that were in that movie. And the only way that I know about Tina Turner is literally because of that movie. Yeah. But I love Tina Turner because of that yeah, movie. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. Because Tina Turner was kind of before our age. Yeah. Our, 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 before we were aware of how great this person was. Yeah. So when they made that movie, we were of the age of being able to understand. I thought that was Tina Turner. Oh, my. <laughs> before, <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I, I was like, Angela. You mean, Tammy, that's Tina. not Tina Turner? What are you talking about? That's what Tina. And, and and Lord Fishburne played the hell, played the hell out of Ike. Let me tell you, Lord Fishburne is a king. Yeah, so his right. credits are ridiculous. Have you ever we did like ever do a Lawrence uh, Fishburne Appreciation Day? Yeah, your movies yeah. will go from Red Tails, Matrix. Um, what's it called? He's, he doesn't John get enough love. Um, He's in Blackish. Boys yeah. in the Hood. Blackish, like he literally, he does everything. You said the Matrix. Did you say the Matrix? Matrix. You know they're filming a new one. Filming a new Matrix. Mm -hmm. He doesn't get enough. He doesn't get. He doesn't get enough love. He he does not at all. All right, so that's one zip. One zip. A bunch of spike spike Lee joints too. All right, you're gonna have to be quick on this one. So this one um, came out in the nineties. That's two dog. What'd you say? No, what'd you say though? I know what you said. What'd you say? You said Tupac? No, I said Snoop. Snoop. Oh, I just heard the and I just knew it was old school. And he from New York. You should be disappointed in yourself right now. Uh, but I'm not. She's just trying to hurry up and get it. Yeah, I was just saying a name. To all the ladies in the place with style and grace, allow me to lace these lyrical dishes in your bushes. So someone recently posted a, um, a meme of all the people that have either died or went to jail who were part of Bad Boy. And they said, at some point, we're going to have to talk about this and, and Diddy. Mm. So... Baxter's Loon just got out of jail. Loon, that's why they posted it. Loon, well, G-Dep was in jail. Shine 
went to jail. Biggie mm-hmm. obviously Mace died. Mace changed his whole career. He went to he went to to being a preacher. I think he maybe went to jail for a little bit. Yeah, I think he went to jail. I thought the preacher was like prompted because of did y'all the jail. see that uh, that viral video called Puffy is Poison? No, I didn't see oh, it. Man, just, just I will Google say like. You know how I always look at people? I look at people to see how consistently they can keep their their circle. Because if you see someone who can keep their circle consistent, then you know there's some level of loyalty and trust and, and good love people, yeah. that they can handle. Yeah. But when you see somebody who can't, like they switch out their friends, like they switch out phones, yeah. then you know that at some level they can't maintain friendships. And what does that mean? You know what I mean? I look at Diddy and I look at he switches out friends constantly. At least as associates. But yeah. People you would think would be close there who should be friends, you would think would remain the entire time. Yeah. But even um, Little Caesar, Little Caesar little, no, Mace, even Mace came out and said, look, I wrote half the shit, all these songs, and they're not even really cool anymore. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so. he stole it so much. But I also, think. like, you look, you look at P. Diddy and, like, you know, um, rest in peace, Kim Porter. But, like, every time, you know, her anniversary, he's, like, going all out to say how much yeah. he missed and loved her. But, like, when she was here, you wasn't fucking with her. You was with Cassie. Mm. Yeah. Like, hello, sir. I think well, maybe, maybe he wanted to. Maybe Kim wasn't fucking with him. No, she literally... Was on his tails. Yeah. I think Puffy for sure had the control on that. Probably. I think Diddy is a good example of like, you can't really be both a very successful businessman and a good person. You know what I mean? Like, I, I disagree. Like in business and the music industry, he was, he was extremely successful, and he yeah. always had somebody making hits. Yeah. You know what I mean? From in the end, his his like if he if he were to battle somebody, that'd be a wild ass battle for for whoever. He's been he's up like, he would he would have to go against Jermaine Dupri. Yeah. He couldn't go against nobody else. But, yeah. Like, you can't. I mean, can you really be a good person and have all of that under your belt? I think you can, but the problem with Diddy is Diddy doesn't have the talent. I think you can be For a good sure. business person and you be a good person, but I think the talent has to be derived from you. I think with Diddy, he didn't have enough talent, so he stole, literally stole, allegedly, the talent from the people around him and used and abused he that. got rich off of it, maybe. He got rich off of I it. feel like stole is an unfair word because he was like a producer. His, no, I it think was his steal. job to find acts. And, I mean, if you... If if you really, if you look like, at some of the really contracts, look, like the bad boy contracts, yeah. that's, he, that's, the, that's the industry. It, it, it might be a contract. No, it, it is the industry, but there were other people in the industry who were getting much better deals to yeah. new people. For sure, I wouldn't put I wouldn't put any of that on Diddy. I would put that on like the way the industry no, is, is done. You, and you I have feel to like have ownership. He, like should night, we all we make him have ownership for being a ruffian and being a thug. P. Diddy is the same. He needs to have ownership of like literally creating the worst deals ever. He was definitely shrewd. I mean, if you look at like Jermaine Dupri, you don't hear about Jane Dem- exactly. Dupri screwing over his artists. Was, you don't hear about Jermaine Dupri was about, amazing oh producer God, and a lot of things. But wasn't he more like on the so so deaf music side of it rather than the business? So so deaf. He owned so so deaf. Yeah. I mean, and it had but everybody. He just made music with he controlled no, Atlanta. He too, yeah, Jermaine he rapped. He produced. But he was, do you yeah. know, Jermaine Dupree oh, is actually a great, like, com- comparison, because neither one of them, I think, are lyrically talented. No, not and at they, all. They had to rely on other people. However, you, you can tell that Jermaine Dupree, he relied on other people for his music. You know what? But he did it in a respectful way. I'll rock with you with that, because Jermaine was able to... Uh, do a reunion tour yes. with all of his artists. And right. Yeah. That's unheard of. <laughs> yeah. can't do no reunion tour. Exactly. All right, next song. So it's uh, it's 2-Zip. Yeah. 2-Zip. This one came out in probably 98, 99. This is uh, Ja Rule. Ja Rule. 
Ja Rule, Remy's on it today. I wish we could get something new. That is, why? You don't like new stuff either. You like stuff like from 2000. No, you, you she wants like stuff from 2000 to 2004. That's it. I love things from like 2004 to 2016 when I was actually like active in my going out stage. All right, I'm going I'm to, I'm as Remy's, I'm going to throw you some bell then. I'm going to throw you some bell. Here we go. No, this No. Rick James? Hey, no. Boosie? No. Hey, I like the song. Remember, name of the song or the artist? Turn me up. No. Turn me on. Hand clap. Let me get me. It is hand clap. Yeah. <laughs> Give you that one, but it's Hurricane, Hurricane Chris. I was going to say Hurricane <laughs> I, I was literally I was thinking that. that I didn't know I've never heard any of his uh, music outside of his mainstream stuff. Damn. Hey. 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 I definitely want a bunch of like this literally by just listening to this. Exactly. That's all you got to do. Can I just say Hurricane Chris, uh, his song Holly Berry is probably one of my favorite songs. Holly Berry. Holly Berry. I almost chose that one. So I'm glad I, I didn't because you would have got that song. one. I would have got that immediately. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so it's uh, two one, two one. Here we go. Next song. I fucking know this. And we just uh, talked about this. Total, total. Correct. Yeah. Total. What the <laughs> and fuck? And they bad boy too. We just talked about this. Kissing you I, this is one of my favorite songs. <laughs> I love this fucking song. Kissing you is. Yeah. One of them is married to Omar Epps, right? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Did you guys um, see Omar Epps' <clears throat> movie with Nia Long? I sure did. I heard it was horrible. It's, I sure did. I, got I heard it minutes. was horrible. Did you horrible. watch the whole thing, Remy? Uh, you said, did I see the whole thing? Yeah. I heard it was horrible. I, I got 20 minutes and I couldn't do I heard it was just as it bad was, as that one with Ludacris. What the one that Ludacris did? Uh, oh, no, it wasn't oh. that bad. It wasn't that bad. No. It was horrible. Because that one was really slow. It was just, it was nothing good about it. But this one... I think Omar Epps just wasn't really uh, convincing. It's like I thought it was Nia. Psycho. Was I didn't it? think Nia was. Co- I thought he. Was I feel convincing. like her role was easier. Like but his, I, his role, he had to look like a psychopath, and I just mm. don't believe a black man in that role. I just can't do it. Like I, I, I've never seen. It just doesn't feel right to me. I've definitely. I had a stalker who was a black man and a police officer. Yeah, but they stalk differently. Fuck out of like me. his 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 but, role um, in that movie was like typically. I've seen. I thought for me it was Nia Long. It was really? like she just looked so disinterested about everything. <laughs> like she was bo- she was bored. So while me, doing it. So do you think this was better or Obsessed was better? I literally hate it. Like, I get it. Like, we're always saying we need more black movies. However, we don't need the same, the same exact we've seen a thousand times. black movie. And we've seen this a million times. Like, um, Beyonce had a movie with this with, um, what's his name? Fine British actor who got COVID. Uh, Idris, yeah, Idris Alba, obsessed. obsessed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was another one, Perfect Play or Perfect Something, that was with the guy who killed the little kids in um, Their Eyes Are Watching God, Michael Healy. Like, we've literally seen this exact, exact script. I mean, it's, it's uh, you. It's a, it's a it's show you? about the entire yeah. thing. So I have a friend who said, I didn't watch it, and I didn't watch it because I heard so many bad it's things. So bad. I have a friend, and she stands by this, and I started using it, and so far it's been pretty true. She says when this movie comes out, whether it's on Netflix or whatnot, she goes to IM, IMDb mm-hmm. and she puts in the movie. And she said anything less than a 6.0, she would not waste her time watching it because it's never good. She mm-hmm. said she's never been wrong. 
Yeah. Can you guess what the rating is for it's Fatal Affair? But I will say, I check IMDb, uh-huh. and a lot of black movies don't hit that six mark. Like, Baby mm, Boy yeah, doesn't yeah. hit that six Baby mark. Baby Boy was good, though. But Baby Boy is awesome. It's a classic, Just, because it's so cultural, it doesn't, it won't always hit IMDb's rating. All right, one more song. We're going to move on. I'm going to try to skip a little here because it'll get a name in the group. That's DJ Quick. He's on it, but not a song, though. Oh, that's uh. Tony Tony Tony. Tony Tony. Oh, uh, you, you did. Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> She's excited. She's excited. I was gonna say Raphael Sadiq, but I couldn't. I couldn't hit the name. It's a letter song. It's called "Let's Get Down Tonight." I never listened to Tony Tony. Never? Really? Great no. group. Probably they're most a, underrated group yo, of all above time. They're my time. Like, they were, like, fading out right when I was, like, getting into music. Yeah, you remember great. Lucy Pearl? Oh, yes. I love Lucy Pearl. So I my, love Lucy Pearl. My first concert was uh, <gasps> Genuine, Shut and up. they were the second act before Genuine. I love Dawn, was, and I love Raphael Sadiq, and I was like... It was basically it being at a Tony, Tony, Tony slash, um, yeah. uh, what, what, what group is she from? The girl from Invoke. 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 Oh, no. yeah, that was good. It my was mama good. loved Invoke, so I know Invoke. All right, Remy, congratulations. El, you came back, though. Uh, no. No, he got three. He already had three. He got Biggie. He got Toto. He got um, the first one I played. I just threw hey, you some bells so you can get it. You got I, two. I won 2020. God damn it. That's what I said. No, I was gonna do. Congratulations. That's what I'm gonna do. Congratulations. It is August. Come on, click it up. Click it up. Don't be salty. Don't be salty. That's how she do. I ain't clicking. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move into that's that ish. All right, guys, what is your ish this week? I'll go first. My ish this week, thank God, thank God for Netflix because I was out of things to watch. So, yesterday, earlier this week, I turned on Netflix, and lo and behold, season two of The Umbrella Academy (laughs) is out. And I was like, yes, I didn't have anything else to watch. And so that's my ish for this week. It's been really good. I watching it last night, and then I realized I wanted to go back and watch season one, because I can't can't remember why they're not talking, why they're mad at each other. Just watch the last episode of season yeah, one. That's all I knew. So, but yeah, so season season two of the Umbrella Academy is out on Netflix. Um, it's pretty good. I haven't finished it yet. Um, I'm pretty. I probably will finish it today. I'm pretty sure cause I had nothing else to do because we're quarantining. But um, so yeah, it's a pretty good show. So if you've never watched it, um, you should you should watch it. It, it, it does not seem like something you would want to watch because it seems corny. But it's good. It's good. It's good. You should check it out. So that's my issue. I would say it's one of those give it two episoders. It's like yeah. the first episode might not fully get you. You might be like, mm, but by the second episode, you will be invested. Yeah, it's pretty good. <clears throat> All right. So my ish this week, I kind of talked about it already. It's Angel Skate. So like, as you guys know, literally since. 7.9 on the IMDb, by the way. Oh, well, don't thank, thank you. <laughs> All right. Angel thank Skates. You, sir. Hey. Um, Angel Skates. Right now, this is not a promotion or ad, but Angel Skates has finally in stock. And um, I'm getting my skates by August 6th when most places they were allowing you to pre-order and your order was coming in in October. So if I was Mm. going to order it in the end of July, 
then I would have to actually pre-order it with the expectation, not a guaranteed expectation, but the estimated expectation would be that it would come in in October. Mm. And so I ordered it in late July. I'm getting it by August 6th. Um, it's the first company that I've seen since I've been looking hard mm. since February because me and my, my best friend also wants to get skates as well. And so we've been like sh searching for her. We've been going to stores. We've been going to um, Salvation Army. We've been going to Kohl's, all these places. You cannot get skates. It's impossible almost. Hmm. But Angel Skates, they're coming through. So if you really are trying to get in on this whole black culture skate life, which is it's a resurgence. Mm-hmm. It really is. I was watching a documentary, to sh and it was, like, cool because the documentary showed how much skating was actually part of our culture. Like, skate mm -hmm. rings used to be mm -hmm. our shit. Mm -hmm. And I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. I didn't realize that all how, like, yes. how yeah. how rudimentary Hell it is yeah. to black culture. That's all we did back in Detroit. Like, when, like, we used to have skating parties, like, every month. Yes. But, like, now and then, I don't know, there's, like, a shift in social media where they're starting to show more skates, too, yeah. and show more skating. I love it. So, if you want to get in on the wave... They're the only ones that I found that have it in stock or relatively quickly in stock. Mm -hmm. If you are trying to pre-order, because a lot of places aren't allowing pre-orders either, so you're just stuck. The places that are doing pre-order are Moxie Skates, which are a little bit expensive, so you you should expect to spend about two hundred dollars. Damn. And um, I think Moxie Skate and Impala Skates are both doing um, pre-order. Impala Skates are looking roughly around 125 for a skate, but their pre-orders are way further back than Moxie. That's what's up. I might, like I said earlier, I might get into it. I'm, it's fun. I'm on you a fence, get skates, so we're skating together. Yeah, absolutely. I want to get a little skate squad together. You know what I mean? Uh, to piggyback off that, shout out to my father. He's like the smoothest man I've ever seen on skates. Oh I yes! Remember, I remember he used to. Uh, we used to go like have skating parties or whatever, and mm -hmm. he would he would go with me. And, and he kill I'm, it. I'm out there struggling, and this motherfucker is <laughs> doing dance moves uh, and spins uh, and skating backwards, and he he can still get out there. He, so it's amazing. Shout out to him. It's fun. Rem, what's your ish? Uh, okay, so my ish. Speaking of family, um, so I have a cousin who recently became a dad Congrats. um and shout out to him he's the youngest um of, of his parents or whatever so the only reason i'm bringing this up is because i like it's just something about shit like this that i like uh he is uh the youngest of two boys and two girls mm. right and all his other you know siblings have had kids already they all had one child each and this will be his first child mm. um the oldest girl she had a boy the second oldest girl she had a boy mm. and his big brother he had a girl mm. guess what he's having a girl he's having a girl <laughs> and that shit is just everything like because i was betting like yeah we had the gender reveal like a week and a half ago or whatever and i was like yes yeah, it's gonna be a girl because because that's just that's, that's just smooth as shit like I, I like that so shout out to that whole situation and congratulations to my cousin and his beautiful wife and uh you know, she should be due in December. That's what's up. That's awesome. That's amazing. Final sips. All right, guys. Any final sips? My final sip, I would just say, if you're looking for a life coach, uh, I know y'all hear one side of me on All Tino Shade because I'm just, it's entertainment. It's fun. But holler at me at Noetic Life, noeticlifecoaching.org. Uh, you can email me at jnoetic at noeticlifecoaching.org if you're looking for a life coach. And that'd be my final sip. All right, guys, I don't have a final sip. Do you have a final sip? All right, with that, I'm going to call this 
Sip session done. Bye, guys. Hey. Blessings. Holla.